Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, Disney Plus hit TVs all across America yesterday, uh, and it hit our own, right, you guys? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We all signed up for our Disney Plus membership yesterday. Um, some of us got a deal on it, too. <laughs> Uh, are you bragging? Maybe just a little bit. Okay. Actually, no, I'm not bragging because essentially all I really got for free was ESPN. And you know that that's your favorite channel. Not really one of my faves. Yes. Disney Plus was downloaded by the thrice of us yesterday. Mm-hmm. And um, what do we think? What did we watch? You guys, would you watch Colleen? I watched uh, the menu. I just thought <laughs> I'm going to look through and see what's available hey. for me. That's exactly what I watched last night. And I didn't menu. watch anything. No, I didn't, honestly, because I had I had intentions of maybe watching The Mandalorian, which is not a Back to the Future spinoff. Um, but I found that the Great British Bake Off had a holiday special on, and so I wanted to watch that instead. So I, I, I do have in- the intent to watch The Mandalorian, but like you, Colleen, I spent a lot of time digging through the offerings yeah. of the new Disney Plus streaming service. Now, before we get to our opinions on that, we have someone in the room who actually watched did watch something. something on Disney Plus last night, and her name is Holly Roberts. Wow, I did watch something <laughs> other than the uh, screen grabs of the other menu shows of the menu. Yeah, yes. which is as far as we got. Yeah. But, okay, so what did you watch? I watched The Mandalorian last night. That is the new Star Wars series. That is based on the character The Mandalorian. Okay. So now... This is like the thing that they were leading with that was going to get everybody signed up. Hot, hot, hot. And? My review is, it was the Mandalorian. Oh, I see what you did. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. As, as in? As in... Uh, I took a very Joe Judice approach. Mm, Actually, you went back to Italy? What? I wish. <laughs> you were in prison for, <laughs> for my for tax evasion? <laughs> what? <laughs> Actually, this came from my partner, and he said about The Mandalorian that we watched last night on Disney+. Plus. He said, well, I could keep watching it, but I also... Could not watch any more of it. Yeah. it. You know, if you're a Star Wars fan and you like being in that cinematic universe, you're going to like it. I like being in the universe, but I'm not emotionally attached to it. I felt very... This makes me sad, but this also just confirms what I know to, to be the case in my own. I am still going to watch it, and I'm I'm excited yeah. um, because I love Star Wars. And, you know, it's just it's part of our childhood. It's like, you know, it's like... Uh, folklore, fairy tales for our generation, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, but I just, 
I don't know. When it comes to TV, I've always found Star Trek to be the better um, sci-fi mm-hmm. storytelling um, experience. Mechanism. Well, because with The Mandalorian, I think that the angle or the tone that they're going for is a spaghetti western in space. Mm-hmm. Meaning that this is like a, a space western so it's very like with spaghetti, yes. Yeah, do Going I get, back to do Italy I get parmesan again. cheese and some garlic? Bread. Oh, no, nice. you only the get one in the foil. You only Oof. get the foot cheese stuff in the green bottle. Sorry, That's yeah. Okay, please don't say foot cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm with you, Bradley. That Star Trek, as far as storytelling on the medium of television, is better than The Mandalorian. Now that being said. If I stick around with the week preview that I got for free on Disney Plus, then I'll keep watching it. For sure. But, you know, it's not like I was blown away by it. Yeah. Okay, so um, if you guys are just joining us, we're talking about the Disney Plus thing. Colleen, you and I spent a fair amount of time just sort of digging through the nooks and crannies of Disney Plus Mm -hmm. yesterday to figure out, you know, what's this all about and what are we excited for? And on the one hand, I was very excited to see there's all sorts of movies that I'm like, oh, I want to watch that movie. Oh, I want to watch that movie. Oh, they have this one, too. So there are a handful of things. Um, I would say more than a handful, a couple handfuls, right, of mm-hmm. TV shows that I would watch right out of the gate. My concern is, though, and tell me what you think. I don't know how they sustain a subscription month after month after month once you've sort of made your way through the offerings. Now, presumably, they're going to have some more. I mean, not presumably, they will have more original content. So maybe that will be the reason that people stick around. But from the sort of, you know, library of stuff that's available on Disney Plus, I just get the impression that it. It's not very deep. So I I agree with you. It's not very deep. And they are going to need to put together some real good original programming if they want people to stay put. But I will say as a parent, especially if my kids were younger. So I have a 13-year-old and twin nine-year-olds. Yeah. um, They don't watch TV the same way we did. Yeah. And so they... A lot of the shows that now have moved over to Disney Plus mm-hmm. that they loved when they were on Netflix, like Jesse, for example, um, like other, you know, there were a lot of Disney programs that they loved that they would watch. They would binge watch and then they'd start all over again and mm-hmm. binge watch them. Those things are available there. And that is they're going to enjoy that. The movies, they're going to enjoy that. For you and I, we go back and we want to see the movies from when we were kids, right? Mm -hmm. We'll watch those once. And then I pretty much done what I needed to do there. Yeah. So for an adult, I don't I don't know what the what's enticing an adult to keep up their their membership. And I I hear there uh, out there. um, I can hear the Disney fans that are like the dedicated adult Disney fans because there are those people. Um, And it's not that we're not fans of Disney, but, you know, like the Uber, the hyper fan people who lifestyle it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Those people for that. It's kind of like, you know, I uh, yes, I equated to like I uh, subscribed to BritBox for a long time because it had the whole Doctor Who catalog in it, the classic Doctor Who catalog. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I I was fine paying with and there were a couple other shows that I like sort of repeatedly watch over and over again. So for me, it just it was totally valuable. Um, if, if, so if that's you, great, but again, sort of the casual Disney fan and like the casual observer, there better be a lot more content coming because 
I literally sat down and went through all of the movies and all of the TV shows, scrolled mm-hmm. through all of the available um, things Content. in about 10 minutes. And I actually was surprised because the way that this was sort of, and maybe I was just not paying as close attention, but the the impression I got from the reporting was that this was going to be like a library, a vast library. And, you know, I will say, I don't think that we've even scratched the surface of what they're planning to put on True. Disney+. Plus. Um, and so I'm, I'm reluctant to, I mean, I think we all are reluctant to make a definite opinion right now because we don't have the full view of it just yet. But what is being offered to us today one day in is sort of like, oh, okay. I mean, uh. also, can we talk about what a bleep show yesterday yes, was? Yes, for a number of reasons. And thank you for saying that because that's the next conversation I thought we should have. There were some obvious missteps on the part of Disney in the rollout of Disney Plus. One of them being just the number of people who couldn't access the actual service yesterday. And that was also our very own Ryan, I noticed on, on social media. Mm-hmm. was trying to watch Mandalorian and got kicked off or the service quit. And a lot of people will probably say, or I can hear people saying, well, it's the first day. Maybe they had more people coming to the service Mm -hmm. than they expected, to which I would simply say, this is Disney. Disney. This is not. This isn't just. Yeah. This isn't like your neighbor put together a streaming platform. Yeah. Disney is known for doing everything magically. And it magically sucked, I think, for a lot of people (laughs) yesterday. I mean, starting with people who were trying to sign up for the service that weren't able to do so because the system was overloaded. And then there were the people who were trying to stream something and the system was overloaded and they weren't able to do that. It's Disney. We also know this is a multi-billion dollar corporation. It's not like they didn't. If they weren't ready to roll it out, they shouldn't have rolled it out. Yeah. And I will say the biggest... um the, the uh, I, I have small pedantic criticisms and we don't need to spend any time talking about them, but some of the other things that people were mentioning or noticing, and it's been sort of fun to watch the things people are finding on social media from Disney plus, but, um, and you noted this as well, the Simpsons, um, you know, the Simpsons catalog is now available full time on uh, Disney plus ever since yep. they purchased Fox. A lot of people were bummed, though, because when they started watching Simpsons episodes yesterday, Simpsons were reformatted such that it was actually cutting off part of the original um, display. How how do you just like the aspect ratio was different Mm -hmm. in the way Disney presents them on Disney Plus, meaning that um, the image you saw on your screen is not the image as it was broadcast on television. And it actually was cutting out some of the visual jokes um, you know, in particular episodes, which really frustrates fans of The Simpsons. And again, those are the people, as far as I'm concerned, that I think you're going to want to make happy mm-hmm. initially because, you know, they're the ones that will pay six ninety nine a month to have access to all The Simpsons episodes. To keep it. Because exactly. The Simpsons and having the 30 seasons of that show available on Disney Plus would be the only thing that would keep me subscribing to Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. And now that they've ruined a lot of the jokes from the best episodes, it's like, yeah, forget it. Well, so, you know, and that's true, right? On day one, that's that was a problem. My, I think there was enough noise about that. I would be curious to see if they're going to respond to yeah. that. Um, in which case, you know, that might solve that problem for that group of people. I'm hopeful that they're going to listen to some feedback. I also think honestly, like again, 
like you said, some nitpicky yeah. reactions. I don't like the functionality of it. Like, I don't. It's the, hard to ma- maneuver around, yeah. right? Like, And you know what? All of that stuff will be revised. Yeah. I have no doubt. And you know that they, uh, you know, that they use focus groups for this to develop this. The real the real problem, I think, was like within the first 24 hours, it really did need to be smooth for everybody and it wasn't and that is going to be a pr problem that they're going to have to confront and deal with and they probably will because it is disney they'll confront and deal with some of the rest of the criticisms but they're going to need to get things smoothly streaming well yeah asap and the main reason they're going to have to is because um netflix amazon prime apple plus um all of the streaming services hbo max they, it's all an arms race right now, a streaming arms race, mm-hmm. such that they don't have the sort of opportunity to work out all the kinks slowly and methodically. Like, this is, you know, right now, I mean, of course, it's the first day. But, um, again, you expect from Disney, I think, a higher level experience. Because they've set it up that way. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like we're expecting too much out of them. They've trained us to expect that out of them. And so it's not, I think, out of the realm of possibility or out of the realm of whatever. It's we we they we are giving them what they've asked. Yeah. Is the expectation of something spectacular. Yeah. Uh all right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is coming in here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with all kinds of cooking tips and all the dirt straight from Hollywood. Kitchen it's a dirt gadgets alert. Galore. I know we were talking about kitchen gadgets. It's, it's what a, we do. It's a cozy day out there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like the kind gotta, of day where you want to talk about a slow cooker. You gotta hunker down and slow cook something, mm-hmm. right? That's where it's at. Okay, um, tell me if you agree with this statement. All icons have sex tapes. Mm-mm. All icons have sex tapes. No. Uh well, okay, wait. It depends on how you're looking at that. So this is what Danielle Staub, who is back on The Real Housewives of New Jersey on Wednesday, and apparently discussion over her past sex tape makes it into the series plotline. She said um, that during an argument, one of her co-stars brought up this sex tape. And so she said that all icons have them. That that's uh, how it is. I mean... Um, is she, She's so there's a lot like going Pamela on there. Anderson. By icon, does she just mean someone who needs attention? We don't know, but we do know that Kim Kardashian, Pamela Anderson, and Paris Hilton are the biggest Hollywood names whose sex tapes have been made by yeah, Also, is she referring to her? Yeah, and she says myself included. An okay, so no, then I don't. I don't. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Agree with that. Yeah. Right. I mean, do we think she's an icon? No, we don't. No, no, no we, we don't. don't. We don't. No, and it's not what. Okay. Well, Kim Kardashian is the one, and Paris Hilton. Yeah. They presumably, or well, Paris Hilton had a had a leg up. <laughs> But Kim Kardashian certainly was made by her sex tape alone. One hundred percent. Yeah, Paris yeah. Hilton was not made Correct. by her sex tape. No. She was actually kind of brought sex down by her parents. Band. Actually, sex yeah. and then tape plus a name. Yeah, yeah. Or name plus sex tape. Okay, mm-hmm. that was fun. Do you agree? Do you disagree? That was good. Whitney uh, Houston's so. um, Whitney Houston's best friend, Robin Crawford. We've been talking about her because she has a new memoir out. And um, the other day we were talking about Robin Crawford confirming that she and Whitney Houston had a physical, intimate mm-hmm. relationship. It had long been rumored. And also in the book, Robin Crawford detailing alleged abuse by Bobby Brown. He said, I, uh, Robin says, I saw and heard him speak to her in ways that were demeaning and talk down to her. I mean, I don't, I, I, it's terribly sad. I don't think it's terribly surprising no, to people. not at all. She says in her book, A Song for You, My Life with Whitney Houston, that the years with Bobby Brown were years of chaos and isolation. And she said that she was very concerned about Whitney. Um, after they got married, Robin Crawford said she heard of problems during their honeymoon cruise. A few days into the honeymoon. Now, remember, Robin Crawford was on the payroll. She was right. she was friends with Whitney before Whitney became Whitney, had this relationship. And then as Whitney was starting to become more famous, Whitney said, according to Robin, we can't have this physical relationship, this, uh, you know, this intimate relationship anymore because it will be damaging to my career. Mm-hmm. They continued to be very close friends. And Robin worked for Whitney for years and years. And so Robin said, I heard talk around the office about an altercation between Whitney and Bobby a few days into the honeymoon. Someone on the yacht had placed a call to Whitney's father, John Houston, telling him that something had gone down. And when the lovebirds returned, Whitney had a visible scar on the side of her face. The cut was at least three inches running in a straight line from the top of her cheek down to the jaw. I asked Whitney to tell me what happened. And she said, we had had a disagreement. I threw a glass the glass hit the wall, shattered, and that's how the cut happened. Couples argue all the time, and it's never a big deal, except for when it's me. Do you know what? I? This is a little off topic, but it makes me think this relationship. Do you feel like Whitney kept her on the payroll because she didn't want her to spill the beans about yeah, their I mean, love affair? Yeah, I think that could definitely. Well, and then, you know, what that makes me think about is how is the estate reacting to this? Oh, gosh, I'm sure. Having right? a real coronary about this. Because they're still managing... Whitney. Yeah. Yeah. And so how are they reacting Mm -hmm. to the thing that Whitney didn't want anybody to know? And goodness sake, like how is Bobby Brown reacting to it? Not that throwing things probably. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I care very much, but I do care just from like, well, the curiosity standpoint. He has definitely in the past denied any reports that he was violent towards her. Um, He did say that there was an incident that he hit her in his memoir that came out Mm -hmm. in 2016 um but he said overall he was not violent toward her Mm -hmm. it was that was like an isolated incident 
than that any reports of him being a woman beater or violent toward her were false. I have a hard time with, well, I mean, yeah. But there are other stories um, that came out in this book. Robin Crawford writing about another woman who was an assistant to Whitney Houston, who traveled with Whitney to see Bobby Brown, who was performing with New Edition in Atlanta. She knocked on the door. He didn't answer. She bought a room on the same floor, knocked again. And then he said he didn't want her there when he opened the door finally and spit in her face. Hmm. And then she took off down the hall in tears. The assistant by her side, Bobby following cursing. When does this book come out? Mm-hmm. Mm, uh, now. Yeah. Oh, I think okay. it was out um, okay. yesterday. Downloading uh, as we speak. Does she read? I wonder if she reads the audio. I know, I'm, okay. I'll be, I, I'll right. do the work on that. Okay. You guys are so good about audio books. Oh, it's the only way to do it. Best anymore. way to do it. Yeah. Us Weekly says Matthew Perry has never fully been able to get over Courtney Cox. He's still in love with her. Did you buy that? Okay. No. <laughs> okay. But I do uh, appreciate that you brought that to us. Elizabeth Reese. Thank you for that lovely dirt alert. We need somebody to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. Six, five, one, six, four, one. 107, 130 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on My Talk 107.1. We are going to give you 30 seconds, but you got to call to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize, but you got to call to play on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1. By the way, 651 641 1071. We stream live at mytalk1071.com. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. We desperately want to play a game with you, but. Did somebody forget to call? uh, They all forgot to call. You. You know, some days. Some days it's a flood. And other days, I don't know. Maybe it's the snow. I'm sorry. I said the S word. (laughs) Um, I don't know if people just aren't feeling. You know know what we're going to do? What? We're just going to not talk. Okay, well, there's a couple problems with that. You don't call us, we don't talk to you. But we we have to keep talking. It's a thing. Oh, okay. Crickets, crickets. (laughs) Just Uh, call, please. Yeah, just do it so that we can play the silly game so we can get on to do our blind items. Let's be honest. That's what we're excited about. That's our favorite part. That's our favorite part. But we want to play this game with you. It's called the 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. 30 Second Lucky listener made it to the phone today, Colleen. We've got David on the line. And uh, what is David playing for? David is playing for a big fat pair of these. Run of engagement movie passes to see Last Christmas starring Amelia Clark and Henry Golding in theaters as we speak. Jamie cried at that movie, David, so good luck. <laughs> it means it's a good one. All right, you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? Sure, why not? All right, here we go. Kristen Bell is a voice in what Disney animated movie? Uh, Frozen 2. Norma Jean Mortensen was the birth name of which Hollywood icon? Um, Norma Jean, uh, ah, I know, I know, I'll come back. Who is Dakota Johnson's mom? Dakota Uh, Johnson's mom. Spock is half human and half what? Vulcan. Who sings The Rainbow Connection in the Muppet movie? Kermit the Frog. Norma Jean is the birth name of what Hollywood icon? Oh, David! So sorry. You did not get those all correct. Thus, you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge. However, you can try again tomorrow at 12.30. We do it every day. In fact, actually, everybody, why don't you go ahead and set an alarm on your phone so that you call? I'm just saying. Or else. 
I'm just saying it would make it a lot easier for us. Okay, it let's. It gets lonely. It does get lonely. Why are there so many, many songs, songs about, about rainbows? But now the oh wait, we do have to answer the ones he did not yeah. get correct. Okay, so uh, Norma Jean was the birth name of Marilyn Monroe. And uh, Norma Jean, who is Dakota Johnson's mama, Melanie Griffith. And now that we got all the answers to those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Hot celebrity gossip mystery. Try to solve the following, Colleen and Bradley. By the way, this is confirmed. We know who this is about. This actress has been the lead in her own show. She works now. She started in that show about that county south of Los Angeles. She is also someone who does product placement photos two to three times a week. I admire the hustle, but doing too much of it makes producers think you are not interested in acting. So who has spawned con all the live long day on their social media account? Jennifer Garner? If only. But good Uh, guess. Good guess. Who were you going to say, Colleen? I was going to say... uh, Your mom? No, I can't. Why, I, why can't I get to her name? Is she in a reality show now? I don't know. Oh, okay. That's a good question. Okay. Now, the big clue is that she got her start on a show about that county south of Los Angeles. Um, mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's an actress. And she's. <laughs> Yeah, and the lead in and her she own has two show. legs, two legs. Yes. Oh God, I don't know. So she and started on like is I don't know what county is south of L.A. Well, it's a very famous county. Is it Orange? Yeah. Okay. So is it the hills? Have eyes of Orange County? No, it's um the bridges of Madison County. No, it's the one that was like a and I can't. Is it, but is it the girl who's now on the hills? It's not her. Okay. It's the other one in that show about yeah, Orange what the County. Heck is her name the one with the dark hair, Rachel Bilson? Yes. Oh God, I, I never would have pulled that up. I, know, I had to get there. It just took me a hot moment. I'm glad you found the drawer and that you opened it. Thank you. And that inside that drawer includes Rachel Bilson's mm-hmm. name. Now you go to her Instagram account. By the way, she has 1.3 million followers. Wow. Good for her. She does a lot of spawn con. Okay. Wow. And apparently, I'm going Instagram right now. all that SponCon is making producers think, well, if you're just doing all these endorsements, are you really that serious I mean, about acting? When, what is the last thing she's actually done? She was in that show Heart of Dixie on the CW. Oh, yeah. She's really, I mean, she's beautiful. Um, I don't remember. I didn't watch uh, that show. Why can't you I can't, remember the name of that dumb the show? It's called OC, Orange Thank County. Thank you. Okay. Oof. I didn't watch the OC. So I can't really speak to her acting, but I don't know. I don't know. She's like, she clearly is making some dollars. If she's happy, then I'm happy. Thanks. I just that don't helps. have anything to say about I can tell. Wilson. Spawn Con. Here is another blind item gossip mystery. Things are getting a little more frequent between this A-list mostly movie actress and her singing ex from a long time ago who shares a child with the actress. Oh. So apparently, 
she's kind of hooking up on the side with her ex. With her ex. Her baby daddy. Yes. A baby daddy. Oh. That is a clue that I just gave you. So So she has more than than one one baby. Daddy. Thus, more than one daddy of the baby. Okay. She's had baby. (laughs) She has had babies with different people. Yeah. Every baby has a different dad. Thanks. Got it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. A minus list, mostly movie actress. Yeah. A minus list, mostly movie actress and her singing ex. Are we more likely to know the singing ex or the A list, mostly movie actress? Go with the actress. Okay. Then the ex will follow. When <sighs> they have a child together. And she doesn't How? do a lot of acting lately because she is one of those celebrities that has moved on to starting her own lifestyle brand. Mm. And she okay. has books about how to live her lifestyle. Kate Hudson. Oh, mm-hmm. who is her ex? The uh, uh, Black Crows. Yeah, Chris Chris Robinson. Robinson. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, these are yes. people I don't know. All right, fill in the blanks. So Kate Hudson apparently is hooking back up with her ex Chris Robinson on the side, even though she is with. Some other That's guy. That's what I was going to say. Isn't she either engaged or married? No, she's with a guy. Okay. And they had a child either earlier this year or last year. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Okay. I'm, you know, girl, get do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. If she's happy, I'm happy. That's yeah. so generous. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look, sometimes the blind item gods give us. No, sometimes. Look, celebrities come in all shapes and sizes. And sometimes and they don't. Levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, here's another blind item for you. Ooh, let's do an anniversary oh, month blind okay, item. Okay, let's do okay, it. Because okay. the one blind item I was going to tell you about is that Selena Gomez uses uh, somebody else to sing all of her songs. And oh. she's hiding in plain sight. It's Julia Michaels, Fun. by the way. Oh, wow. Okay, Whoa, well, that makes you sense. You just like, dropped some bombs. Huh. Mm-hmm. Real interesting. Yeah. All right. Here's an anniversary month blind item, meaning we are going into the recent past and talking about some salacious gossip nuggets. Now, this is concerning two different people. It dates back from October to 20 of 2015. Okay. Earlier today, I wrote about a permanent A-list model. At the same event where she was using Coke, she also got into a screaming mash with this washed-up B-list, mostly movie actress turned escort to anyone with enough money. They really do hate each other. Ooh. I vaguely remember talking about this. Okay. I really don't. But okay. it sounds, doesn't it sound familiar? Like two I mean, people fighting. Models are always <laughs> fighting okay, so, with escorts. I, that is what I'm getting from. Are we more likely to know the escort or the model? You know both of them. And I'm looking at headlines in this allegedly something happened around 2014, 2015 between the two of them. Okay. Now listen to former B plus list actress turned escort. Okay. What does that sound like? Lindsay Lohan. Oh, okay. And the model then who enjoys dabbling in the candy of the nose, mm-hmm. the nasal <laughs> the candy of the nose, the nasal candy. Is she older or younger than Lindsay? Older than Lindsay Lohan. Okay. This person was famously photographed dabbling in said extracurricular activities, maybe about 15 years ago. People Paige just, Moss. Oh, shocked. Interesting. Okay. Tell us more. All right. So 
Kate Moss and Lindsay Lohan got into a screaming match with each other. They really do hate wow each other. Okay, what? Why? I want to know what they were screaming about. Uh, well, back in 2014, Kate Moss confronted Lindsay Lohan at a celebrity hotspot over contact with her husband Jamie Hintz. Yeah. Okay. I. You know. Okay. Was, was, I'm going to say some stuff about Lindsay Lohan. Uh-oh. Some of which I know through channels I I can't share, but Lindsay Lohan notoriously likes to creep on other people's. Um, I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Boyfriends? Oh, I can see it. Because of... Okay, it's complicated, but like she, she wants to pattern her career after certain... People. Yeah. And so when they then have a boyfriend or a husband or a spouse or whatever, and she is trying to emulate her career after theirs, she will start to prey on the boyfriend. Interesting. And this has happened That's on more than one movie. occasion. I want to watch that movie. I know. And there are stories, and I'm just saying, I know things from other situations. I mean, you don't have to take a long walk around the block. I'm just saying like that none of that, all of that rings true based on what I know through different channels. No, what I'm saying is I know what you're laying down. I congrats. And we're picking it up and we're sniffing it and we're saying, yep, put it back down you guys mm-hmm. and wash your hands. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, you guys, we have to talk about a publicationship. What's a publicationship? It is a relationship for publicity. <laughs> And the publicationship we have to talk about is Shamila. What's a Shamila? Shamazel Hassan Fufer Incorporated. And this Hassan Fufer is Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. We're going to talk about them after this on My Talk 1071. We got to talk about a publicationship because they want us to talk about them and they, we do what we ask. Mm-hmm. We are asked. Uh, what is a publicationship, Bradley? A relationship for publicity. And we're going to talk about Shamila. What's a Shamila? Your mom, uh, Sean Mendez, Camila Cabello. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hmm. And um, <sighs> mm-hmm. yesterday, what was Shamila doing? Um, sucking face courtside at some sports ball event. It's a basketball game, and you're right. They were not only sucking face, they were sort of like draped all over each other as though they were clothing. It was like this. <laughs> Which, I've been to some basketball games. I've never sat courtside. Fair enough. I don't find them to be super sexy and like get me in the mood like that. But people are talking about Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez, and how they were all over each other. Well, literally at one point, she's holding his face. Now, I ask you, uh-huh. anyone who's been in a relationship, how often do you find yourself grabbing the face of the person that you want to make out with mm, and holding rare. it? Rare. Like that's Actually, just, never. That's a performative move. It is. That is a performative makeup move. Um, so I, of course, was all ears 
and eyeballs. And lips. When I saw this headline, Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez's body language at the Clippers game is so hot. Ew. Written by Rachel Chateau. Okay. What's her name? Rachel Chateau. Okay. I'm 12. Um, she essentially uh, saw some things in that display that we need to talk about. The first thing is that their connection is so strong. You know why? It's because they're angled toward each other with their shoulders. So that shows where their attention attention is. And it's on each other. Um, apparently, also, Ooh, wow, Sean Mendez cannot get enough of Camila Cabello. You know how we know that? I don't even want to guess. Because he is fully focused on Camila with his kiss. And also, his leg is crossed in her direction. This is what body language experts are saying. He's also more comfortable than she is with the public eye. How do you know that? Because he's happy and relaxed. Also, they're all in on one another. This is... This is crap, mostly because I imagine there are actual body language experts out there who, you know, do a fair amount of like actual study to determine subtle cues that people give off without being aware that they're giving off those cues. And that is probably helpful, for example, in things like diplomacy Mm -hmm. um, in the courtroom negotiations. Yeah. I also want to tell you that there is a picture, there's a still shot I have seen of her forcibly tonguing, throwing her tongue in his mouth. And he is looking out of the side of his eyes. Like help. At the, kind of. It's like a signal to the rest of us. Blink like, twice get me out of here. If you're uncomfortable. I just, well, I am she, uncomfortable. She is so. like that. She's like that girl, you know, like she's doing like in a lot of the photos. She's just like forcibly draping herself on him like me and what's hilarious about it is if you haven't had a chance to see the spread of photos i encourage you to do so because buzzfeed laid out um some choice photos of these two women that are sitting next to them and at one point they're just both looking at them like what are you doing right and it's clear that like anybody who's paying attention also who does this in the front seat? Like in the front seat, you are on display, so you're hyper aware of what you're doing. And ob- it's so it's so it's so obvious. obvious that celebrities do this on purpose. That's why you see celebrities courtside. Yeah, but like, do you think we're that dumb? They do. They really do. And part of the, the part of the thing, and this part of the reason why this has worked is because when you look at the pictures, they're all cropped, so all you can really see is Camila and Sean. And the couple people on either side of them who are trying to act like they don't see the couple that's having like clothed sex next to them. Yeah. But what I what but I I really think if you took like a wide angle and took like the like a larger view, they would stick out like a sore thumb. Oh, for sure. It is yeah, not fact, real, you guys. It's so obvious. It's so obvious. And this um is Chateau, um, not French. She, when you click on her name, by the way, on the other articles that she's written, mm-hmm. um, let me just give you a title or two, shall I? Uh, this is the real reason people get down on one knee to propose. Oh, here's how to amp up sex with an earth sign and totally rock their what? world. Okay, so she's legit. Yeah, yeah. You, I just, I, I'm getting tired of this being shoved down my throat like Camila Cabello's tongue. Okay. Um, You know, there's a reason, though. So I saw this, and I thought to myself, why are they doing this, right? Because what do we know about a publication ship? 
Uh, nothing is real and everyone smokes. Yeah, right? So, like, they do these things, especially this these two, right? Like, they are so cheap and easy. They literally walk outside holding hands. They kiss, uh, you know, obnoxiously in public. So I'm like, okay, well, why are they doing this? Why did they choose this moment? Oh, you don't have to look very far at all. And in fact, it turns out, here's a headline for you. Taylor Swift and Shawn Mendes finally duet on Epic Lover Remix. Oh, so he's got a new song coming out. Yeah. Oh, here's another headline for you. Camila Cabello to perform at the 2019 American Music Awards. Oh, we got to be talking about that. Exactly. Interesting. Hmm. I wonder why they were... Making out at the Clippers game. Mm -hmm. All right. uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, have you heard about this Arby's in Elk River? No. That won't allow children who don't sit in their chairs. We got to talk about it after. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area. And now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.